Blog Talk Radio. Transition 
forward slash the seer. So, and I think there's more to it. I may have shortened it. But anyway, it's on this and my website as well. Tonight, we're going to have a one-hour show. And the show is will be recorded and available later on. If anybody wishes to replay the show, it will be archived. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Pierre. Good evening, my friend. Hello, David. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, Cheryl. And it's um, Ozias. Hi, Pierre. Hello. Would you, Ozias? Ozias. Uh, the first S is a Z. Okay. All right, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. And I think for the generation of the show, I'll just call you Pierre the Psychic. That works, too. So, so Pierre, when did you uh, first discover that you could do this, that there was something different about you, or did you find out first that it was winning in the family, or exactly? Could you tell us, bring us back to the past? And tell us a little bit about that. Well, I've always had strange experiences and perceptions my entire life that I never really thought were strange. To me, they just seemed normal. I never really discussed them with anyone to really find out if they were different. And it wasn't until, I would say, when I, my uh, sophomore year of high school when I began to notice that it was something different going on here because I kept being drawn to um, paranormal subjects and, and, and topics on the Internet and conversations everywhere. And it just kept going on and on and on. And I just thought it was, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't really think too much of it because it was something that was normal for me. I was always, you know, drawn to the paranormal and having strange experiences. And it's not until when I was 18 that I met a tarot reader through a, a mutual friend, and he told me that the strange experiences that you have is because you're psychic. And I didn't believe him at first. You know, I, I was you know kind of immature still, and were, was more focused on wanting to hang out and go to parties and stuff like that, rather than really looking at myself and who I was. So. You know, after that sunk in for me a little bit, I started having the experiences more consciously. I started to actually be there instead of them kind of happening routinely within me and around me. And I go, I went back to the tarot reader and I asked him, you know, is it normal to feel the emotions of others as if they were your own? And he says to me, no, it's because you're an empath. And I don't know what mm -hmm. exactly happened there, but at that moment, it's just like stuff clicked in my head, and I just became aware of it, like, he's right. And, you know, it's not just empathy, but I think I feel their self, if that makes sense. And, yeah. you know, yeah. since then, I became obsessed with the paranormal and, and, um, psych and psychic phenomena, and I learned everything I could from anyone I could. And the strange thing is, is that as I kept learning or, or um, searching, um, the universe, the world brought things to me at the same time. People, books, um, you know, movies, everything, any type of um, 
um, process of information, any type of information was just brought to me simply because I was searching for it. So this is, I was going to ask you if you had some training or did some research or got some help from somebody. So basically, you're on the uh, road to discovery of these abilities, trying to uh, understand them and, and see how they work. So that, that's pretty much where you're starting to go into at this particular time you're talking about? Yes. And I also wanted to find out why do these experiences happen? What before before you know I was aware of it, I never consciously experienced these things. I experienced them, but it was always in the back of my mind, in the back of my awareness, in the back of my life. Everything else that was kind of mundane, you know, took center stage in my life. So when I experienced them consciously, and they they these weren't like little experiences; these were big experiences. You know, um, seeing people that, you know, weren't there, that other people weren't aware of, um, knowing things that I didn't I didn't think I was smart enough to know, you know? And mm-hmm. and because of that it just I, I needed to know why it was possible. Why why so, psychic I, phenomena exists. And that that is Slash was my main drive as to why I was so obsessed and searching for answers. So you discovered some of your psychic tools or abilities, as we call them, clairs. So you're clairsentient or empathic, and you're also, um, from my understanding, you're also clairaudient too. You can hear spirit. Yes. Um, when I was 20 years old, I was I was um, in class, and I, I I call this my my defining moment of my life. At that point, I had a psychic awakening, which felt like someone had punched me in the back of my head, and the entire world came spilling through into my mind, and it came in the form of perceptions, and because I was in in class in front of a group of people or around a group of people i heard their voices each each person has a specific voice to them and it it's an internal voice that sounds different based on the emotional state that they're experiencing at that time and i was you know through my psychic awakening i had a uh, a perception of these voices and unfortunately, I was, you know, among teenagers, so they weren't very happy they were in class, and they were very irritated, and that just kind of, you know, spilled into me, and I had to, you know, I had to leave um, that class, and ultimately school, because it, it was a lot to handle, and it, it was such a profound experience that, you know, I ha- I had to take time off to figure out what what it was that happened to me and since then it's pretty it's my my strongest clear by far it doesn't actually turn off for me it's something that i kind of tune down if i'm in a room for example mm-hmm. um i i listen if i'm listening to something i'm you know it's like a faraway voice and 
I have to tune myself to only listen to what's inside my room or somewhere else versus opening up and listening to the entire environment. So it almost functions as like a, a radar uh, radio frequency thing. It's funny that you uh, hear that you say that because I always tease David about how your spirit pops him on the back of the head when it's something just so simple that he should know. And I said, well, didn't your spirit guys pop him on the back of the head? Please make it understand it. He would laugh and mention that. That's the first thing I thought. But I also have the empathic ability, and I find it much like you. Sometimes, when you realize you have it, it's kind of debilitating. You know, you're kind of trapped because you hear all these, even before you answering Someone's someone's question, you already, already hit information from them. And it's, it's like, like I, have I have a hard watching watch TV, TV and David. Because you already know the outcome. So you really, so you really have, have to calm it down. It down. So, it's so it's interesting that thing is um, um, you have to tune it out. And that you have to only do the one to tune yourself. it out. And that you have to only do like the one small voice to hear it in the room. It's like that small voice. Very interesting. Yes, sure. I I feel that um, with all the all the things that we have going on with life, you know, it, there's always something going on, and it always acts as like a distraction for our, our awareness. And if you're psychic, it's even worse. The things that are happening around you, if you listen to them too closely, you start becoming part of it and start picking up information from it and it happens pretty much automatically so you know it, it it's something that it takes practice and and conscious awareness of yourself as well as your emotions in order to be able to focus and and handle uh extra stimuli or extra information coming from your environment besides the information coming from your five senses. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm having yeah, a little trouble hearing you, Cheryl. You were, uh, there was a little bit of uh, an echo. That's true. Um, I'll, I'll work on that. It's a little technical difficulty over here on mine. So um, I'll, I'll, work I'll work on that. Yes, probably feedback from my mic since we're in the same room as well. Or it could be spirit messing with us. You never know. Possibly. I, I hear you without the echo. I don't hear... I, I hear Sherelle with the with the strange kind of um, echo going on. That's kind of hard to hear. It sounds like two voices talking. Maybe it is spirit talking, trying to, you know, <laughs> demonstrate how clear audience can freak somebody out. That's a possibility. Um, so what is, one of the questions I want to ask you is, did you ever have a scary experience? And if so, what is the most frightening experience you may have had? Yes, I've had, um, I've had a couple, but 
the one that scares that scared me the most was my initial psychic awakening. There are many levels of consciousness when it comes to humans, at least, um, and they've been called in 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 the culture um, astral levels. Now, at the lower astral level, which is one step above our regular consciousness, which is the consciousness that deals with um, the normal things in life, like you know, picking up groceries and 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 you know, going to the store and picking up your kids, you know, those normal things. The the lower astral plane or um, level of consciousness is the level that deals with the lower vibrational thoughts that we may think that may necessarily have nothing to do with, you know, our normal routine of the day, such as, like, how we think about ourselves, um, how we think about other people, how we feel um, on a day-to-day basis, you know, not necessarily, um, um, you know, normal things. I was during my psychic awakening, I was um, exposed to that lower astral level, which is the mass consciousness of our society. And mm-hmm. perceiving that, it sounds like the most negative, hateful voices coming from everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in, uh, years ago, if someone said, I'm hearing all these voices and it sounds like demons talking and it sounds like people saying really hurtful, hateful things, they would think you're a psychotic or, or you have some sort of psychosis. But actually, most of the time, it's people being open to a lower level of um, consciousness psychically. So when I first heard that, I was petrified, and I was very, very scared because, you know, I was developing psychically. I was aware of psychic awareness. I had never experienced anything like that previously. And, you know, on the, on that level, even though these people may n- know nothing about you, their voices, their psychic astral voices, it's almost like they're psychic. So they say things about you, about whatever, and it sounds, and, and it's like being attacked. Like, it's like having your identity being attacked. And... It, it's very scary if you're not aware of it or if you're not protected or 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 detached from the situation. And when I first heard that, it, it's part of the reason why I had such a life-altering spiritual experience because I did not know how to handle that. I did, I've never dealt with anything like that before. And, you know, it scared me on a very primal level because I had, what? you know, we all know that, you know, sometimes that people say mean, hurtful things, and and it can be hurtful. But when you hear everyone around you saying that, it, it it's bad. And, it, and you realize that there's a lot more going on with people on another level than you can possibly imagine or um, perceive with just the five senses. Well, I suppose I'm fortunate then though I do occasionally get clear audience it's not one of my main clears or, or abilities uh, so I am uh, you know telepathic or what you call clear cognizance and 
also clairvoyant, so I, I see and I pick up thoughts and feelings, so I'm clairsentient, but I'm clairsentient to the degree that I'm not feeling ill because somebody in the room is feeling ill. I don't get that, but I do, do get emotions. So I guess I'm kind of happy with what I have. And you're, you know, you're right about getting used to it, learning to tune it out or tune it down, and and have protection and all those different things. Now, uh, something else I wanted to ask you: Do you see ghosts or crossover spirits or anything like that? Angels, guys, yeah. anything? Yes, all so the then time. You're also, all the time. And so you're a medium as well, then. Yes, I live in New York City, and you know. There are spirits everywhere, everywhere. It doesn't matter where you go, you will probably encounter a spirit of some form. In New York City, there are many, many um, deceased people who are, you know, they're just walking around or they live in, you know, some of the condemned buildings. But there are many um, disincarnate dead people walking around on our planet it's very strange because you know i have to say from other experiences that i've had that it's not necessarily supposed to be like that where you have so many people who are who are stuck in between um going to the other side and leaving the physical plane Mm -hmm. um most of the time as i'm sure a lot of your viewers know that the reason why people get stuck is you know they they either don't realize that they're dead or, you know, they have unfinished business in terms of they've always wanted to experience something that they never got to experience. Even though they know they're dead, they still try and find a way to experience that. Or simply because they're happier being on the physical plane and and going about their life in some way that, you know, they're happy about. But, yes, I do see... Um, Disincarnate entities all the time, and they're act- they're actually not the way they are portrayed in the media and in society. Most of the time, they just want to you know be by themselves. They want to be left alone. They're not going after people, trying to possess people, trying to um, scare you or anything. A lot of times, they're more scared of you than you are of them. They just want to be left alone. Yeah, well, Hollywood does that. And if they, Hollywood made it the way it, that we really experience it, you tune it off in a few minutes, you know. But with all that hyped-up extra action, spooky stuff, that's what gets people to watch it. So some of it, yeah. I guess, is based on some certain truths. But, you know, take the uh, movie The Exorcist, for example. Doing the uh, an exorcism, that... Uh, even in there, in, in the film now, did pretty much everything, you know, demons have been known to do, but usually during an exorcism, if something does happen, it's maybe one or two things, not all of those things. And, and secondly, that nobody's head spins around. You know, so there's, you know, it's just the Hollywood stuff. Also, and I, from so my own experience, my, my, from my own experience, it is kind of impossible to be truly possessed by uh, a lower vibrational spirit, for example. What they do is, if 
they have to have some sort of emotional connection with you. Like, let's say you're an alcoholic. They would be an alcoholic, or I'm sorry, if they're an alcoholic, they would have to find an alcoholic so they have that kind of emotional connection, you know. And they may be able to connect to you so they can experience, you know, your physical state and your emotional state while you're drunk so that they can get drunk. But they can't actually be in your body to take over your body. You know, it, it's it's, you it's know, more like uh, one in person energy, in there and know. nobody else. That's right. I agree. Now I'm going to ask you, so you have these abilities as a psychic medium and, you know, you're very well, you're very knowledgeable. I just want to ask you, so your listeners can know, how do you help others using your abilities? And what types of services do you offer? I give um, readings. The type of readings that I do are, you know, anything from what's going on in your life to for insight as well as past life readings because I'm I'm very in tune with where we've come from to know how we got here so that we can figure out where we're going, you know, next. Because I'm so in tune with that, I do past life readings. Um, I also do mediumship readings, you know, connecting with wow. the dead and and um, and passing along messages to their loved ones. It's not like because a lot of times I, I, I see people who want to get a mediumship reading and not because, you know, they they miss their loved ones. It's because they want advice from their loved ones in their life. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily how a mediumship reading is. A mediumship reading is about connecting with your loved ones so that you can have closure, so that you can um, find out, so that you can, you know, tell them that you love them. They can tell you that they love you but not necessarily for information on your life. That's not what, you know, it's about when it comes to being a medium. If if you want information on your life, it's best to go to a psychic who deals with, you know, getting insight into your life. That makes a lot of sense. So um, we have some callers on the line. Uh, are you ready to take a caller? What we yeah, do is we take some calls, do some chit-chat, Take some calls. Um, okay, we're a switchboard operator. We're bringing the first guest. Okay, um, area code 508. 508, you are on Beyond the Gate Radio. Can we have your name, please, and where you're calling from? Sure, my name is Michelle, and I'm calling from Massachusetts. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Hi, and how are you? Do you have a question for Pierre? Hello, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, hi, Pia. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Wonderful. I'm just wondering if you could tell me. I have a man in mind. His name is Cliff, and I'm just wondering if you can tell me where you see this headed. Now, someone is not married, but they were married before. I think it was Yep. Cliff. Yep. Now, I don't know if you or him has expressed certain emotions or saying I love you or saying something to that effect. I did um, just I feel the other like night someone, to him. Yes, like just recently. 
Yep. Only because I've been seeing a lot of people pass away within the last month, and I've been seeing a saying about letting people know how you feel before you don't have a chance. He definitely understands that because you explained that to him, correct? Yep, and he has not answered me back nothing from there. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's kind of hard for him to... um, He doesn't want to hurt you, but it's kind of hard for him to say that because he feels like it's been said too quickly. And while he does feel for you, it's it's hard for him because he still doesn't know completely how he feels. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I just told him, you know, I still care for you. I didn't put any stipulations. I said, I just want you to know this because I want you to know if anything ever happens, at least I let you know. I didn't put it that he had to answer me back, nothing. You he, know? he is going to pull away. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to have to say that to you. Um, you're still going to talk to him, but it's going to be a little bit different because no matter what, he's going to feel on some level that he feels obligated to um, say something, and mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. He, it's strange because it almost seems like he's afraid to um, create a relationship. Either he was very hurt or he doesn't want to... I feel that he was yeah, very he, hurt in his relationship. Yeah, he was in a past in a past marriage. He was very hurt. Was, and we've been he going back. On? He, I feel like he was. Yes, he was. On. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and he, I've been back and forth with him. From that. Oh, I know he is, and I've tried to prove to him. That I told him I tried to show you I love you. The only way I knew how. I don't know what else to do, but I hope you have a good life. Uh, you know. And I know he's still hurting from it, but I'm trying to show him that. Not everybody's the, like that. The best advice I could give to you is to, as of right now, um, establish the relationship as a friendship and mm-hmm. nothing more because he is, he, the, the very idea of it moving towards anything else kind of petrifies him. He won't say it because he's a very proud man, but mm-hmm. um, he... Yeah. The, the idea of being emotionally open terrifies mm-hmm. him because he feels yeah. the second that he lets someone in, he's going to get hurt. Yeah, well, he told me about three years ago he did love me. He wanted me to move there. I told him. I said, okay, give me a couple months. Let me get my stuff together, and I'll be down there. Four days later, he turned around and said, oh, I, I don't think so. If we get in a fight, well, you're gonna, not going to have anywhere to go. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, we'll talk it out. But, right. I didn't end up moving there. But he told me, he said, I'm, I'm the first real relationship he's had since that divorce, and that was seven years, well, about about 12 years ago now. So I've been with him five on and off. If you're looking for a relationship, I wouldn't settle or wait for him because he, he's not, you're going to be waiting, and I don't think you, that's something you want to do. And also it's not fair to you. To wait yeah. for someone who is emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's just like I pick up on his failings big time. I like last night. I had it in my throat, big time, hurting in my throat, and I knew he was trying to find the words to say to me. And I just let him be, but he didn't come through. So I just said, "Well, maybe another time." <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Well, that was very good. And uh, Michelle, I hope that Pierre gave you a little clarity of what maybe your next move would be. Yep. All right. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome, Michelle. Good luck. Yep. Yep. Bye-bye. Mono was very good, Pierre. Uh, I agree with uh, your reading there, and I'll let you speak. I try not to say, oh, I see this, I see that, but, you know, you're saying it, so I just try to keep my mouth quiet there, but you're right. You know, perhaps this gentleman did agree at a certain point, but, you know, when it when it comes time to open the door, uh, maybe he felt, you know, pressured and, you know, just like you it's said. It's hard for men in general to really express how they feel because, as everyone knows in our society, when men express true emotion, it's almost looked upon as weakness. So already it's hard for men to express what they know. But when they've been hurt in a relationship, when they have opened up and expressed how they feel, it it you know, it regresses them to a level where they're almost like rocks, you know, that you can't get them to open up or show any sort of emotion. And even though they want to and they're not trying to hurt, you know, the people who love them, they, you know, they can't express it and it ends up creating the the situation worse and hurting the person that, you know, who truly feels for them. I totally agree. And, you know, we've known each other for a few years, and this is the first time you're on our show here. And having you, having uh, heard your reading, you know, because your, your readings are private, but having you on the show here and listening to the reading that you gave, I'm really impressed. You're really good. I'm very proud of you. Thank you, David. You've given me so much um, support and, and encouragement throughout the years that I, I kind of feel like, I owe some of, you know, the the progression I've made in terms of developing myself as a psychic to you. Uh, Truly. That's right. We all, you know, support each other. We're doing it for the higher cause, and that's what really counts, you know. And, and you know, I'm very, very happy that you're doing this and have you on the show. You're, you know, you're really good. Now, since I said that you're really good, I bet somebody else would like to see how good you are. So, Sherelle, bring in another caller, if you don't mind. <laughs> okay. This is great. Um, I have area code 570. 570, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. You are on the air. Can we have your name, please? Thank you. My name is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Thank welcome you. to the show. Thank you. Did you, did you have a question oh, for Sierra? I do. I also have uh, a question about uh, romance or love relationship that I'm in. I just want to see where it's going this year. Okay. Yeah. Could I have his name, please? Yes, his name is Gary. Now, you've gotten comments about Gary on his physical attractiveness from your friends, correct? Like that he's very attractive? I've gotten that comments that he's attractive? He's good yes, looking from, um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And I'm also picking up something like um, 
either you're considered young or, or something having to do with the age. Does that make sense to you? We, um, yeah, I mean, I'm 35, he's 48. Like, we're not young, but there's a, an age difference between us, yes. Right. I almost feel like some concern over it. No, well, I, I don't, I'm not concerned over it. <laughs> I don't know who it would be. None of my friends, you know? Okay, I do see you staying together throughout the year. Um, okay. I do pick up um, a kind of, and I, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I'm kind of picking up a kind of anger about uh, Derry. Now, either he has a temper or um, I do feel actually that he does have a temper. And I also feel like this temper is going to kind of cause a, a, a temporary rift in the next year. Like it's going to cause a, a fight between the two of you. And it may okay. seem like you're going to, um, you know, uh, uh, break up, but I, I sense that you definitely do not want that to happen. Like you really would like this relationship to, um, to you know, go forward. So Yeah, as long as um, it's positive, you know, I don't. I, we're both course, of stuff. I don't need anything crazy in my life. <laughs> of course. You know? But I definitely yeah. see a, a slight um, rift growing because of a temper or a, an anger of, of Darius. Of Gary? Okay. Um, um, now, I, I have seen some hesitation in the relationship on Darius' part. Does that make sense to you? Like yeah. Maybe it was hard to get, you know, him to admit the relationship or to open up or to uh, form the relationship, but I do see some hesitation there. And that's kind of played into the relationship between the two of you in the sense that he's always hesitant, hesitant to act, hesitant to show some hesitance in the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you see that at, at first, it may seem like, you know, it's normal, but I would just, uh, you know, pay attention because a, a pattern of hesitation is definitely not good, but it's definitely not good in this situation. Okay. Hmm. Is that going to continue, do you think, like the hesitation? Yes, because it's a hesitation with him that, that he, it's almost like built in, if that makes sense. Yeah. So he must be cautious by nature. As well. Yeah, well, like your sense? last caller. Yeah, yeah, he's hesitant, and then like your last caller, he he's very um, hurt from a past relationship. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, he doesn't really. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's an excuse or. And I'm also <laughs> seeing. Um, now I, I I do see you know him being hurt, but a lot yeah. of times when people get hurt from a relationship, um, they create this pattern within themselves that kind of mimics the hurt that was caused to them. So mm -hmm. let's say if they were um, always led or manipulated by um, their previous partner and it hurt them a lot, they may end up manipulating their, part, their next partner emotionally in the same way without even meaning to or trying to, but it's just, you know, they kind of mimicked the pattern. And this is something you may want to be aware of. Okay. Hmm. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we, we've been together for a few years, but we had broken up for about six months last year. So, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to be cautious a little bit about getting full swing into the relationship. That's what I was just asking maybe what you saw coming up. I, I do see you still being like, together with him. Yeah. You don't see any infidelity When you or were broken you? up six months, you were still in, in contact, correct? No. I didn't talk no? to him for six months. No. Okay. Um, I'm still seeing like an emotional connection between the two of you, even oh, after. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, something that 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 that's continuing. So, um, whether it be contact or, no, I'm definitely seeing a relationship. So it's a relationship that's going to come about again. But you know, it oh yeah, may... no, we've been we've been back together for a little while now. But I mean, this was last year that we didn't talk. Okay. Yeah, we've been we've been um, see, like seeing each other again for the last few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sarah, you again, just be just cautious. be aware of. You you've Hello? been cautious, you've been Sarah, cautious, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just being cautious. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm okay. a little okay. nervous. Okay. Of, yeah. Okay. And you know, there's definitely reason to be nervous. Uh, I'm sorry, not nervous, cautious. Just pay attention because um, he may not be in it as much as you would like him to be or as much as uh, you are. And it's something to be aware of because you don't want to invest too much in a person who's not going to be there with you. But I do see you two being together for the next year. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was very good. Uh, I'm not sure if I think uh, co-host may be having some phone trouble over there, but yeah, you're right. You know, relationships are a couple of things that I found, and I think maybe you might agree with me. You know, it's nice to have a relationship, but just because you're in one doesn't mean it's a dream relationship. However, it's nice to, you know, go through different ones to learn different things, whether it be a marriage or just going steady or something like that. And they all have their ups and downs, and sometimes they turn out to be pretty good, sometimes not. But I believe that we all learn and grow. I've had many relationships in my life until I met Sherelle, and once I found here, I, I found that the experiences I went through, both good and bad, helped me know how to make this relationship work good this time. And I guess there's nothing wrong with somebody wanting to get a little advice, you know, asking a, a psychic uh, what they see. And uh, I think you did pretty good. Thank you, David. And I completely agree with you on relationships. I think the only thing to be aware of is not only to um, learn from relationships, but to not be afraid of relationships. A lot of times people are afraid to um, even form a relationship because they're afraid of feeling emotionally vulnerable or emotionally connected with somebody else. And, you know, it's understandable, but it's there to not be afraid because you can only learn from um, relationships regardless of what may happen in them. I agree. And, you know, if you want to try it and you're afraid, just try it. You know, it's free. 
And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I mean, if it knows to half rate. Hmm. Yeah, there's no charge for that. And then there's that, uh, and then I want people to know that you know, if you've been in a relationship for quite a while and it's not progressing, nothing's happening, or you're arguing a lot or whatever, it is what it is. And there's almost seven billion people on the earth. So if you're tired of the same old stuff, move on. There'll be somebody else. That's at least that's my perspective. Right. I agree. Yeah. As long as you learn but, from the relationship, you know, if it, many people go through relationships where it's one relationship after the other, after the other, after the other, and they make the same mistakes throughout each relationship, and they never end up learning from them, and so they're constantly stuck in this pattern of of being hurt and of being used and being manipulated or being the manipulator and being the user or being the abuser. And, you know, that's not beneficial to anyone. If you're learning from relationships, you can only progress and continue to have better and better relationships. I hope so. Oh, yeah. You know, we're also learning, too, and I've mentioned this before on the show, one time... Um, this lady was asking me about a relationship where she's going to meet another person she's looking for. And I was getting that she, she was, but she had to go through a relationship that was going to be not the one that was not going to be terrible, but, you know, so-and-so. And after she left that relationship, she'd meet the person she's looking for. And kind of like I was getting from the guides not to tell her that, though, because if I did, she would avoid it. And if she avoided it, then then the other relationship she's waiting for would be continuously put off until she learned that last lesson. So right. I was being blocked from telling her about that and did tell her about the one that was coming several months later. And so sometimes it works that way, too. You know, straight, every reading is different, and you never know what you're going to get. Yes, this is very true. So, so you are. Oh, go right ahead. Well, I was just going to agree with you, and and also note how difficult it is as a psychic to, um, because people will will want one thing in a relationship, but the other thing is going to happen. The you know, like a breakup, for example, and it's hard as a psychic to. Um, to you know let somebody know that but if people know that as you know the information that we're given in that we're given to to people it it's only meant to help you and to help you gain some insight and understanding I agree totally agree and guess what I also agree that you're on the roll since you're on the roll are you, would you like to take another caller yes definitely Okay. Okay, we have caller from area code 818. 818, you are on Beyond the Gate Radio. Can I have your name and where you're calling from, please? Sure, this is Ebony calling from California. Hi, Ebony. How are you tonight? I'm good. Did you have a question for Pierre today? I did. I wanted to see what he sees upcoming for me in terms of career. Hello, Ebony. Hi, Pierre. Hi, David. 
Hello, Ebony. How you doing? Good. Nice to hear you. Yeah, I know it's no. been a long time, and I'm listening. To, I'm enjoying listening to the conversation and hearing Pierre give readings. And um, I said, let me. Isn't he fantastic? Here with a question. What's that? Isn't he fantastic though? Yeah, yeah, he is. I, I like the sound of your voice, and I don't know. It's like a little counselor spirit to you. It's like I know you're giving, you know, spirit-led <laughs> advice. It just sounds very, just kind of counselor. Like, like you're talking to an old friend that's just being real straight with you, but in a very friendly, supporting way. So I can appreciate that. I'm glad. That. Yeah. Now, Ebony, um, mm-hmm. I'm hearing that you you have a very successful and um, like a learned career. Does that make sense to you? Like, um, so, yeah, like I have a couple of things going. Like I, I have a master's degree in public administration, mm-hmm. and I haven't been able to really get a job in that, and so um, I've applied to uh, grad school again, but this time for marriage and family therapy. Um, so I don't know if maybe if it's education that's being picked up on. Um, then I'm also pursuing TV and film acting again, but maybe it's the education that is is you're being told. I'm definitely picking up on the education. You're you're very intelligent, very intelligent. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm also picking up that. You have a tendency to split your energies over many different things. Yeah, a little. And more, and I'm trying to narrow it. Yes, you're right. I'm picking up that you need to focus on one thing, and it's and it's a a, a thing where you feel very passionately about something that you know. It's almost like you want it to be your mission. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, there is something. I didn't even name it, but there is something that I'm kind of working on now. Um, and it's I'm in a mediumship course. Uh, since I had, and I've spoken to David about this before, since someone close to me has transitioned, um, and I've always been open spiritually, but I have become quite interested in mediumship. And while i am got headshots and all that being sent out to agents and casting directors, um, that's just kind of doing its own thing on the side. It's not real active. It's just something I'm submitting and waiting to hear back. Um, and then I've also, like I said, applied to grad school. That's just kind of sitting because I'm waiting to hear back. But the thing that I've been kind of actively doing um, is the mediumship training. And I'm kind of passionate just about and spirituality. And again, I feel like um, the, me- the mediumship tra- training will help you to um, not only just connect with spirit, but it'll also help you get in touch with your inner spirituality, which I feel is very important for you. You need mm-hmm. to have some sort of um, belief system, a support system, because that's going to help you um, in your life when you when you feel like you need support, when you feel like you need, um, uh, you know, something to just surround yourself and, mm-hmm. and guide you. So I feel like that's going to be very good for you. Now, but is this the thing that you feel very um, passionate about? Because I'm not getting it around that. I'm getting around something else. Wow. The, the other thing that I'd probably say is is entertainment or maybe writing. I never thought about – I haven't written anything since I was little, but writing. But I would say entertainment, probably being on TV. Like there's something else you're picking up that – it, it, I it feels more like the entertainment thing. Yeah, um, I would, yeah, that's something I would love to. And I also right sense now. like a good sense of humor, funny. Mhm. Um, mhm. You, um, you need to bring that out more within yourself because that's going to definitely um, help you to get noticed more. 
okay. to bring out your 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 sense of humor and uh-huh. your funny side. Um, uh-huh. That resonates because I'm, I'm acting quite serious right now, but I'm pretty silly. I'm kind of like, <laughs> yeah, really I'm definitely silly. picking up the silly. Really definitely. silly, yeah. but I, yeah, silly. I'm silly. Um, when it comes to um, your career specifically, I'm being told that keep going with the. Um, you said you were getting a master's degree. Right. I I've applied, and we'll see what happens. I've applied for the marriage and family therapy um, okay. counseling degree. So we'll see what happens to get wow, into the program. Awesome. Actually. No, it's 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 not that. It's it, it's something having to do with education. Okay. The thing you had mentioned something about education. Um, keep going along with that, but also pursue the entertainment. Okay. Okay. I don't. You can't. You can't go wrong with either of those. They, okay. they will bring you to where you need to be or where you want to be. Okay. And, and in terms of your mediumship, you know, go along with that. Um, also, work on your expectations when it comes to mediumship. When we have certain expectations when it comes to connections with spirit, our expectations almost kind of block us off from being able for for from spirit manifesting in the way that it needs to manifest within us or mm-hmm. in our life. So definitely um, keep in mind that to to let go of any expectations you might have in terms of how to connect the spirit, how spirit might manifest in your life, mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. keep that in mind. I needed to hear that because I, I think with trying to kind of develop clear audiently, I, I kind of was waiting for the big booming voice or for things to be rather clear when I ask a question or I think I'm hearing from my loved one. And a lot of times it's not. It's in your own thoughts. It's kind of subtle. Um, and you kind of tend to, to to try to overanalyze it or think you didn't hear right. Does that mean, am I getting excited? Did I make that up or did I really kind of hear that? So I do have these expectations or I try to force things to happen clairvoyantly. Like I'm, I'm, my eyes are closed. I'm meditating. Let me see something. I want to see something. So... Um, yeah, I need to kind of maybe scale it down What you a need bit. to do is to settle in your emotions. When we're feeling our emotions is when our other senses open up to spirit. You could say like the, our emotional focus is our focus. Mm-hmm. Um, focus on your feeling as you're trying to connect with spirit, and you will, fe- and you will feel um, something along with one of your other senses. And when you say clear audience, I'm picking up clear audience around you. So, um, yeah, okay. So focus on the emotions, and okay. you'll probably have more um, spirit manifestation with you. It's strange how it's going to manifest with you, though. Um, it feels as if something um, takes a step in and then <laughs> makes itself known. Mm, so it's not going to be like a big booming voice. It's almost going to be like you notice the presence, and then once you notice the presence, then the presence is going to make itself known. Interesting. Cool. Okay, I'll take that. Another hit on the clear audience too. I feel like I'm more clear audience than anything. So you definitely got a hit on on that. Definitely. So okay. Well, I'll I'll take that. That was great. Um, I appreciate it, and I'll I guess I'll hang up and I'm going to listen to the show the rest of the show online. Okay. Well, Ebony, good luck with yeah. your endeavors. Thank you so much, uh, David. We're, 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 we're very proud of you. Yeah, thank you. And I'll keep you updated. Well, you know, I'll, maybe I'll call back in some months or so and just kind of check in on the show and, you know, let you know what's going on with me. 
That's awesome. Great. Well, wonderful. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Cheryl. All right. Have a great one. Right. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. It's funny. Yes. Uh, Hers, I just kept seeing writing shows for, you know, Oprah's own um, network, you know, because she was, Oprah's been soliciting, you know, creative writers and, you know, people that can pitch shows and stuff like that. And for some reason, I kept seeing her personality kind of like, you know, Gail King, you know, having her own show, traveling around, you know, taking care of that. But then that little nagging part was bugging me about, um, you know, the mediumship. And, and I remember, you know, and David, you know this too, that um, Dr. Dorian Virtue, you know, she has her own, you know, that that's what she did, family psychology, and then it just morphed into you know, mediumship because she's always had the gift too. So that's what made me think about that. I thought that was interesting. Very interesting. Yes. And, and uh, also uh, what I've, you know, recently picked up with Ebony is that one of her blocks is that she has it in her mind that she's not psychic, that she thinks she's not psychic. Um, Ebony, if you're listening, just keep in mind that you are psychic. You need to just let go of and I, I understand how hard it can be to let go of our doubts, especially when it's something that's so different. But if we can just accept the fact already that we're psychic, then spirit will do the rest. We just have to open the door to let it in. I, I totally agree. And I believe that those that are aspiring to, to practice doing the work should, you know, uh, either get some training or do some research, talk to other psychics, get some advice, something like that. As far as the trust issue, I think we all had that in the beginning. And my brief way of explaining it is I usually tell somebody that if they're getting all these doubts when they're doing a reading, visualize kind of like a, a big screen in your third eye. And it has your thoughts and all your clutter on it. Visualize when you're about to give a reading and you start to make, the mess, uh, make contact and give messages in any particular way that you might do it, is to move that screen to the side, knowing that it's there, but kind of ignore it, and bring a new clean screen in front of you and focus and whatever comes, no matter how odd it is, just say it. Do not yes, edit definitely. it. Do not change it. Just say it. I had something really strange, and I said it, and the person said yes, and I said, oh, my, you know, this was early on, and I said, oh, my gosh, I've got it, so from now on, I'm going to do it. It really gave me a lot of encouragement, and I also think Ebony is going to go a long way because she definitely has a lot of gifts, and like you said, Pierre, I do believe she's going to become high-profile, become successful, and she has everything that it takes to do it. Yes. And she's smart, you know. It's uh, In our society, we need to also keep in mind that it's not so much, um, you know, our physical stuff that keeps us, that gets us success or keeps us moving. It's our intelligence and our non-physical stuff that keeps us moving. So if you're smart, use your intelligence. Yeah, because that's the rest going will to help you in your life more than anything else. 
That's why I totally agree. That's very good. No, Pierre, uh, before I go any further, would you please uh, tell everybody how they can reach you, your website, you know, and a little bit about that before Certainly. I go on. If anyone wants to find out more about me or, you know, learn a little bit about psychic ability or to request a reading from me, they can go to www.wix.com slash avatar of transition, which is the name of my spirit guide, if anyone was wondering, slash the seer, which is me. And it's posted uh, on the radio show website here. And uh, we are, I did schedule, at least I uh, thought I scheduled the show for an hour, but uh, I always go over a little scheduled for a little bit longer just in case it overflows. So this is why I'm going to do two things. One is, um, you know, we're really excited about you. You're really good. So I want to invite you back on our show again. That's number one. I would number love two, to. well, thank you. We'd love to have you. At number two, we have uh, Mutek. One last call, and after that, that'll be it. How's that sound? It sounds great. Bring it on. Okay. <laughs> that's that's my cue to queue up. Okay. Um, we have area code two oh nine. Two oh nine. You are on Beyond the Gate Radio. Hello. 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 Yeah. This. My name is Marjorie. Um, I was wondering um, if you can maybe, like, pick up or connect with a boy that's in spirit. I'm sorry, could you say that again? I was wondering if, um, I don't know if you can, like, connect to or pick up on a boy in spirit, if he has maybe any messages or anything. Sure. Um, could I have the name of the boy? Um, Paul, the first initial was an S. Okay. Now, this is um, something another psychic had, had spoken to you about, correct? Um, uh, several of them picked it up around me. Mm-hmm. Do you, um... Did they just give you the initial? No, it was like something I. No, they didn't give me the initial. No. Okay. Um, now, when you said S, I heard the name Stephen. Um, and I, I'm also hearing that you've been, um, kind of imagining or or. Uh, fantasizing, about um, connecting with this person or meeting this person. It seems like you don't know this person, correct? Um yeah, you can say that. It was like a child that was um lost. <laughs> a child? Mhm. Okay. Uh um in in miscarriage. Um um I don't um I'm I'm having trouble connecting. With um, because uh, you know, you when you first said the boy, I was picking up a love interest, and then when you said a child, I'm picking up miscarriage. Um, 
Yeah, it's something like that. Okay. Give me one second. Okay. Okay. Um, Now, I'm picking up the emotions around this situation. I'm picking up um, someone saying, I didn't understand what I had to do. I'm picking up a situation where someone felt like the environment wasn't good enough, like it was dirty or, you know, something was dirty. Um, And I'm Mm -hmm. I'm picking up a woman who's very prevalent in the situation where the guilt is coming from. Does that make sense? Um, like it's almost it's almost like a woman who feels like she is the reason why this situation did not happen like or or did not work out. Does that make sense to you? Um, it's a very iffy situation. I I think so. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. And it seems like almost nobody knows what to do in this situation. Like a lot of, like no one knows where do we go from here or no one's taking command as to, um, you know, what's the next step. Does that make sense? Um, Probably back then. Okay. Um, and now you are looking towards where this person is? Um, I was just well, no, I was just wondering like if you can like connect to the person or if they had any messages or anything or mm-hmm. whether or not they're alive. Um yeah, and I'm I, I I'm picking up alive. Like they're they're alive and um mm-hmm. and and strange. Um, either they're they're past. Mm-hmm. No, they're I mean, past. Well, I'm sorry. It's a very weird. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble connecting with that. Okay. Is this yeah, about five years old? Yeah, I can't really say like. Can I not? Sorry. Oh, I do. I can't this really like. Because I'm. Um. I. Because I, I'm not really too sure what your question is, I'm having trouble connecting. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I guess I don't really want to say too much about it. It's, uh, it's just, okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. You know what? You can always uh, contact here privately. Just yeah. contact. Yeah. Information is yeah. on his website. And you know, sometimes it's kind of awkward to speak on the radio like this. You know, we we thank you for calling, and we, and we truly understand, and we really you know would like you to get some answers. So if you'd like to uh, sorry, contact Pierre privately, you could probably uh you could feel a little bit more relaxed then because we have to edit some of the things we say on the show mm-hmm. uh, because it's not you know we just don't want to air everybody's business on the show when it comes to some certain sensitive subjects, if if you know what I mean, because we want people to walk away feeling helped and comfortable here, but sometimes it, it gets a little awkward, so may I suggest that, if you feel so guided to do to do so. 
And, and uh, thank you, thank you very much for calling. I think we lost so, her. Pierre? Okay. Well, ho- hopefully she was able to hear what we said. So anyway, you did really good, Pierre. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and we'll definitely contact you about coming back on the show again. You did really good. Thank you, David. It was an honor to be here. Thank you so much, and thank you, everybody, for listening and coming to the chat room. The show will be archived so you can listen to it later. Thank you. Good night, Sherelle. Good night, David. Good night, Pierre. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you for all of our callers. Good night, Sherelle. Thank you so much. And um, for um, our last caller, please feel free to call the direct numbers or the direct lines or contact any of our um, links on the website, and I'm sure someone will be able to help you personally and off the air. Okay, have a wonderful night. Thank you, everyone, from Beyond the Gay Radio. Thank you, everybody. Good night. God bless.